Seasons greetings. Welcome to Ono, oh Ross, and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves. Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy. And I'm Ross Blotcher. And in this episode, I'll tell you all about my shitty experience with colonic irrigation. And I'll tell you about my gut-wrenching story of my master cleanse. But first, we have to thank our official sponsors for this episode, Jason and Jagger White. Woo! Jason and Jagger, thank you so much. They actually paid for this whole investigation. Yeah, Jason offered this a long time ago. He said, all right, if you ever get your colon cleaned out, I want to pay for it. If you wanted to sponsor (laughs) Now, that's not to say that all the sponsors who helped us out this month weren't helping because there are a lot of fees associated yes. with just putting on a podcast. Yes. But the strict investigation part of yes. this show is uh, is brought to you by Jason and Jagger. So thank yes. you. Yes. Thank you. So, Ross, the first thing that I need to do yeah. is eat this salad. Okay. Do you want to tell our listeners why while I chew into right. the phone? Okay. The She's ready to Well, how long has it been since you've eaten? Wait, wait. Don't, four don't, days. Don't eat yet. Four it's days. It's been four days. It's been... I broke down and ate, but I ended up throwing it up. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it doesn't really count. Ready? All right, all right, you're going to oh. eat. No, okay, oh, Carrie God. is very contentedly eating a salad. Mm-hmm. It has beans in it. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> all right, don't throw it up. <laughs> are you going to be able to keep this down? I are those, so. Are those craisins? Or are those cranberries, are... yeah. Oh, Dried fan- cranberries. Fantastic. Yeah, we have... call them craisins. Do you? Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> um, Royally. Baby greens. This is some garden fake chicken. Oh, there you go. Okay. Sunflower seeds, some crumbled tofu, and some dressing. Some balsamic vinaigrette. It's really good. Yeah, it looks good. And I'm sure it's especially good when you haven't had a decent meal in four days. Four days. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, so the master cleanse is this <laughs> this idea that some bloke had in the 60s. That bloke was Stanley Burroughs. And I think he originally introduced the master cleanse as early as the 40s. He championed other fringe modalities like colored light therapy, deep massage, and reflexology, and narrowly escaped a second-degree murder charge for letting a cancer patient die. So I'm guessing this method doesn't clear your colon by the normal means. Not by the normal means. No, Most of, of us not. clean out our colons every by, day. By pooping. Right, by pooping. But he thought that there's all this buildup along the colonic wall, and you have to periodically clean that out by drinking this special concoction of lemon juice, water, maple syrup, and cayenne pepper. How did and he come up with that? I, I don't know. And kind of and ritually fasting while you're doing this. Yeah, you eat, you eat nothing but that and tea. I mean, you're supposed to drink the so-called lemonade mixture every time you're hungry. Okay, Carrie, stop eating. Tell me more about the master class. loves it when I eat on... Yeah, our, our producer always tells us not to eat anything mm-hmm. when we're recording because mm-hmm. it makes loud smacking noises, especially Carrie. <laughs> it's true. But, you know, this is important for the podcast that we eat. Okay, so tell me more about the uh, the master cleanse. Okay, so on top of all that... Don't eat too fast. I don't want you throwing okay. this all up. On top of all that... That would make for good radio, though. On top of all that, you have to take laxatives twice a day, Ugh. which I did. I went and bought, bought like generic brand laxatives. I had never taken a laxative in my life, but the theory is that since you're not eating, you won't pass anything, which is a good system for one's body. But this guy who invented the master cleanse thought that you have all this buildup that just won't go, and so you have to clear out all the food and then force yourself to go with okay. laxatives. What does this stuff taste like? The lemonade mixture is pretty gross. I mean, it's it's not terrible. Okay. 
But um, yeah, you've made some for me here. I have, and it, yours has the cayenne on top. I stopped drinking it with cayenne a while in and started just eating the cayenne separately. Because yeah, it sounded really good up until the cayenne part. Mm-hmm. Maple syrup that sounds all right. Lemonade sure. sounds all right. All right, I'm gonna try this on the air. It, Carrie did this so I didn't have to, <laughs> <laughs> and so the rest of you don't have. All right, I'm gonna try drinking it. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, Four days. Yeah, it's it's just like a little shocking to the system, mm-hmm. like a little like, pachow. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, I'm a big fan of lemonade, so I like the the lemonade underbelly of this. Right, but I'm not, sure. Not digging the cayenne pepper on top. And actually, since yours has a little less water, it's probably less dilute than the kind I've been drinking, okay. which calls for much more water. This is very watery normal. Oh my goodness. Yeah, um, that cayenne pepper. I know. Ooh. So I was supposed to do this for five to ten days. Five is supposed to be the minimum. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even last five days, Ross. So, yeah, this is after day four. But how, how far did you get before you were in pain? I was in serious pain on day two. So, oh, no. day, yeah, day one, I did this, like, ease-in where you drink the lemonade. But you can also have a, one small helping of fruits or vegetables. So I had a small, like, handful of carrots, like okay. 100 calories of carrots. I could also drink orange juice, mm-hmm. and orange juice will kind of fill you up. So day one, I was feeling pretty fine. Day two, I had to go strictly to the laxative and mm. lemonade diet. See, I didn't know about the laxative part. I'd never heard that. Oh, man. I've never taken That's the laxative. That's the really brutal part. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't either. And and day two, the laxative started kicking in, and there was nothing in my stomach. So it was just this gut-wrenching pain, and it would make me go to the bathroom, and I had nothing to release. Hey. So basically, I was pooping pee, if you will. It mm-hmm. was really awful. Hold on. Let me drink this while you tell me more <laughs> about that. <laughs> it hurts so bad. And my poor coworkers. Fortunately, I work at, a, at an organization with a lot of people who care about these kinds of claims and are interested in yeah, them. Yeah. So They were they, supporting you. Yeah, they, they were very nice about it. But I kept having to get up to go to the bathroom like every 15 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, it hold was, the meeting. Hold that thought. Right. So <laughs> I gotta go poop pee. <laughs> right? So day two was really painful. Day three was unbearable. So day three was yesterday, and I just started having the the second worst stomach pain I've ever had in my life. Oh, awful. Uh, it was so bad to the point that I thought, well, if I didn't know the cause, if I just mm-hmm. felt this way, I would go to the hospital. Like it hurt that bad. Yikes! And so then I thought, okay, well, maybe I should look up. Like, can I be doing damage to myself if I'm taking these on an empty stomach? Right. Couldn't really find that information. So I called poison control and I told this nice doctor what I had done. And he was (laughs) like, oh, no. Uh, Well, you know, if it hurts as bad as you say it does, you should probably go to the doctor. And I was like, well, it was 9 p.m. then. I was like, my doctor's not open. He's like, well, you should probably go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. And so then I was like, well... I'm going to just stop taking the laxatives and see if it goes away first, Good call. which which it did. So like yesterday you stopped taking the laxatives. Yesterday I stopped taking them. Was it like, did you feel nauseous or was your stomach all like just like jumbled up and cramped? and? No nausea. Yeah, just as if I'd been stabbed or something. Oh. It reminded me of the first worst time I've ever had this kind of stomach pain, which was uh, last year I got the DTaP vaccine. And it turns out I'm one of the hundred people who gets like serious flu symptoms from that. Oh, no. Which I would still say everyone should get it, and I will get it when it's my time again. Right on. Yeah, it was a similar pain, just this, like, stabbing in my belly that wouldn't go away. <laughs> Awful. Terrible. Yeah. Okay, so that's what you had yesterday. You stopped taking the laxatives, mm-hmm. and then you tried to eat, right? I did, yeah. So at that point, I was in so much pain. I just wanted to do anything to make it stop, and I thought, 
I want to do this for five days, but I know I can't. Mm. And I don't want to faint or go to the hospital for science. No offense, guys. (laughs) So, yeah, I tried to eat some curry and then I threw it up because I haven't been eating anything. So my stomach didn't expect it. But I only threw up most of it, not all of it. Okay. Now, again, you've got quite a sizable salad there. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure you knew. Now, I brought some other food for us. I brought Oreos. I know. Yeah. Well, I'm all excited because the other day they had, like, an online ad for Oreos that was supporting gay rights. And, mm. and it mm-hmm. had, like, you know, rainbow-colored filling in the Oreos. So I was like, I want Oreos. So I picked them up on the way here. Anyway, this was the most painful experiment for me that really? we've done. Oh, yeah, by, by far. Okay, so put the uh, acupuncture to shame. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I thought about it the second day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, this was worse. Because at least that was once when it was mm-hmm. over in an hour. This was equal pain for most of four days. So it really hurt. And it really made me doubt these accounts of people doing this diet for like 30 days. Oh my goodness, 30 yeah. days? Well, people claim that. The minimum's supposed to be five. I couldn't even get there. And then the average is like 10. I don't know how this is possible. I was talking to my boss about the things that both of us were doing. And she tried both of them before <laughs> at some point. She'd done each one once. And they'd had like an office race to see like who could do the most of the master cleanse, like last the longest. Mm-hmm. And she actually won out of a group about four or five people. How long did she last? She got, I think, five days. But she said everybody else petered out really quickly. Yeah, it's hard. Your body wants to eat. But you know what was funny? Is that for the first good half of the day, aside from the laxatives, I would feel pretty good hunger-wise. I wouldn't really feel hungry. And actually, my coworker, one day he was eating this huge piece of coffee cake. And I thought, that should look really good. But it didn't. I I didn't want it at all. Mm. And I hadn't eaten in two and a half days or something you at that point. You lost the taste for food? No, I think it was because I was drinking so much sweet stuff and that's all I was getting mm. that the repulsion for sweets had overcome the any body, desire for food. The body was craving something substantial. Mm-hmm. I really wanted bread or something. Mm. But the, the one thing that surprised me is that I didn't get any headaches, which oh. I thought for sure I would. I usually get a headache yeah, if I don't eating. eat for a meal. Yeah. Same for me, yeah. So that was interesting. A lot of exertion with no food yeah. equals headache. Yeah, exactly. But I was drinking a lot of water. But I did get lightheaded today for the first time. Mm. While I was working, I stood up and was like, ooh. Uh, okay, scary. All right, well, I'm glad you're back to eating again. Me too. Mm-hmm. So, Ross, you did something similar but different. Yes, I showed up so you didn't have to. Well, you showed up with me. I did, but uh, God, I was glad I didn't have to do this. Yeah, so I went for the colon hydrotherapy. And in fact, I signed up for this a long time ago as a Groupon. You get like these daily deal emails right? that uh, you know have a discount on some random thing. I think we could do all of our investigations based on Groupon daily deals alone. <laughs> Because like, we were lucky. But I knew we were thinking of doing, like, the colon cleansing. Partly because we had been asked by a couple people if, if we would right. do it. And it said, you know, normally this is $90 and they gave a discount on it. So I said, yeah, might as well snatch this up in advance. Totally. So every now and then they'd send me an email like, hey, you need to get your... Butt wiped out. You need to get your butt cleaned out. I asked her if she wanted to do it, and she said it scared the shit out of her. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when I said, oh, I'll do the master cleanse. <laughs> yeah, because it sounded too scary to me. Mostly, I, I just thought there's got to be side effects to that. Right. Yeah, and I, I was tempted to try the master cleanse as well, because I think that I can go really long without food, more than most people. 
and kind of function. But I do a lot of running and stuff, and it just seems really scary. So I decided to do the colonic irrigation. And so I just did that earlier today. Yeah, like two hours ago. Right. And, and I was there. Yeah, so right after work, I got to go straight to this place. Actually, it was just a hop, skip, and a jump away from the Mormon church, right around the corner, conveniently located between our two places. Mm-hmm. 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 And she's still eating. She's <laughs> trying to make up for lost time here. You could go and get your soul cleaned and then get your butt cleaned. Indeed. It's funny because... Indeed. In the, the forms, it mentions something the spiritual ramifications of this that you can't sue them for if things go wrong. So I had to call up in advance, set up the appointment. I was given instructions. I was told the night before, eat lightly. Stay away from red meat, starchy foods, heavy stuff, alcohol, caffeinated drinks. Eat lightly the day of. Don't have anything at least two hours before. Water's okay. Drink plenty of water. Dress comfortably. Bring Groupon. So uh, I did all of the above. Oh, no, I didn't do all of the above. I forgot the last part. I, I printed out my Groupon and then left it at work, but I was able to like pull it up on my phone. That was fine. But I followed all the dietary instructions. I ate lightly and uh, more than two hours beforehand, drank lots of water. So I was all set. We get there. We entered in, and there was just this one young lady sitting at... Young lady. Yeah. Like I say 20? young lady because if I saw her on the street, I would have thought she was even younger. I mean, because yeah, she's maybe. just very small and slight build, you know, probably like five feet tall, mm -hmm. I would guess. Right. And she just looked like super young. Like, okay, I guess you're the receptionist. And I was asking like, so who am I going to be seeing today? Because there were a couple business cards. I wanted to grab one. She said, oh, I will be uh, I will be helping you today. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, but she could just be someone who looks super young. Right. And then she, did she send you to go to the bathroom before the forms? Yeah. So she said, yeah, go ahead and go to the bathroom. And while you were gone, I started asking her questions. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. I asked her, um, so how long have you been doing this? Uh-huh. And she said, oh, the clinic has been open since December. And I said, oh, okay, that's nice. And how long have you been doing it? Well, I used to study massage. <laughs> and I said, oh, uh-huh. And then when did you switch to colonics? But little did she know, <laughs> Ross and Carrie pick up on evasion. Right. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, right. And when did you start colonics? And she said, well... You know, my sister has always suffered with constipation. She tried all sorts of things. And when she finally stumbled on colonics, it really helped her. So then we started doing it together. And I got my certification in Las Vegas. And it's just, you know, was rambling through this story. Finally, I let it go. You came back. And yeah. I was like, oh, well. Oh, yeah. And then she told us about the, the place in Las Vegas that she'd gotten certification. Asked if she was from Las Vegas, but I guess it was just like a particular school. And she said that she went to this particular place because they let you work with clients the first week you're a student. Right. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I don't want a first week student Should sticking we something up my ass. And to be fair, she's not the one sticking it up one's ass. That's true. You get to do it yourself. If you have a hard time, they'll help you. So, yeah, I filled out a lot of paperwork when I came back from the bathroom. And I, I couldn't yeah, I couldn't poop. Uh, I peed, though. Mm. Got that taken care of. We should warn our, our listeners at this point that if you've already felt uncomfortable with the poop talk, it is only getting worse. Yeah, sorry. It gets shittier and shittier. Indeed. <laughs> we'll, we'll come up with as many uh, euphemisms as we can. Sure. Sure. So, yeah, uh, they wanted to know in the paperwork if I'd had any particular problems. Like, they had a long list of things that I should watch out for, I should report to them if I had. This first form that was contraindications for colon hydrotherapy. If you have any of these contraindications, they like that word, colon hydrotherapy is not advised. 
Once they have subsided or been eliminated, colon therapy may be indicated with prescription from your licensed physician. We will not perform colon hydrotherapy with you if you have any contraindications unless you have a prescription from your licensed physician. So they want to know that you don't have congestive heart failure or severe cardiac disease, hypertension, aneurysm, take blood medication, severe anemia, and it goes on. Crohn's disease, cirrhosis. I just realized hypertension just means high blood pressure. And they said that it's good for weight loss, but a lot of people who need to lose weight would have high blood pressure. Catch-22. Interesting. Um, So there's a long laundry list. Please consider this before you get your your own hydrocolon therapy. So that was the first form. And I had to answer a lot of, you know, just kind of personally identifying information. They want to know if I was on blood thinners, if I use laxatives, if I've had bowel movements today and how many, uh, abdominal surgery. So they just want to make sure I didn't have like any tearing or anything they might have to worry about. If so, game's over. No more. They had this informed consent form. And I like that there were two forms in the title. <laughs> Essentially, it said, hey, you can't sue us You know, if things go poorly, if you haven't told us about this or if there's any negative side effects. And we asked her later, like, what are the negative side effects? She said, oh, well, only if you use this, if you have one of those conditions. That would be Which the is reason. not what we then read from reputable resources. Right. That there are quite a lot of possible side effects that are very dire. We waited to find this out when I had a tube stuck up my butt already. That's correct. That's correct. That seems like a good time. <laughs> then for we me. decided to research, kinda, you know, anal downtime for me. tearing and stuff that mm-hmm. could happen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was feeling pretty relaxed. Dangerous so. shit. Oh, that's good. I'm glad that you felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyway, so it was like five pages of forms that I filled out. And then we were ready to go in. I had asked beforehand, can I bring a friend? She said, oh, that's fine. We even have a nice little chair that your friend can sit in and watch if you're comfortable with that. It's like, yeah, sure. And so <laughs> we walk into this uh, nice little room and, you know, it's got like little clouds on the ceiling uh, for us to gaze at and to calm me down, I suppose. And uh, a very inspiring poster on the wall. Oh, right. It's just like this conglomeration of all these little inspirational quotes. Be yourself. Go and seize the day. Try new things. Which... I was doing. (laughs) Check. Every warm and fuzzy thought you could think of in one poster to calm you. I took a picture of it between my naked legs here. Believe in magic. Tell stories. Find a passion and pursue it. Learn more. Be creative. Love with all your heart. Follow your dreams. Maybe it was make every moment count. Just the fact that you were on your back with a tube stuck up your ass. (laughs) Making every every moment moment count. count. (laughs) Be happy. (laughs) That was on there too. If you want to. So, yeah, that was right there on the wall in front of you. Just to remind you that this is all for the greater good. Totally. So the first thing she told me is, all right, so you're going to take off your clothes. like Right, and at this point, she has sat me down in a chair next to you, and she's like, oh, don't worry, he can retain his modesty. You can just sit right here. Yeah, it's like, and now take off all your clothes below like, the waist. she's like, no, whip out your penis and your butt. <laughs> I said, like, oh, so do I keep my underwear on? No, no, take that off, too. <laughs> like, okay. And she's like, yeah, I'll, I'll leave the room for a bit. And, uh, and then she gave me detailed instructions. Okay, here's a glove. Here's the little pack. Of lube, I'm putting it on the tube. I'm paying very close attention. I want to make sure I get this right. <laughs> and uh, so you're just gonna uh, put on the the plastic glove, pull off the lube container, and then you're going to insert this 
about two and a half inches into your rectum. And what would you say the diameter on that tube was? Um, I'm going to say like three quarters of an inch, maybe. And she was telling us, first she said, now there's two ways to do it. There's like a closed system and an open system. So the open system, she had her fingers kind of showing the diameter of this thing, which is maybe one and a half to two inches in diameter. I was like, oh, crap. (laughs) And uh, she's like, and that goes five inches deep. I kind of wonder if she was making that up. So so then you'd be like, oh, okay. Only this this tiny thing up my ass, two inches. All right. (laughs) But she said that, like, she told us about the really big one first. And so I was acting kind of relieved, like, assuming the next one would be good. And then all of a sudden I realized, like, wait, you're not about to tell me that this one is this big. Right. Like a cantaloupe. But right. it's 10 inches <laughs> in your rectum. No, thankfully, it was much smaller, and it inserts far less. You left. Right, yeah. I was like, well, I'm I'm going to go, too. <laughs> and got up and followed her out. Got naked, left my shirt on, and uh, laid down. And it's this large plastic kind of sofa thing, I guess, that you lay on. And mm-hmm. it's got, and not stirrups. But like, imagine, imagine a sofa you poop on. <laughs> Indeed. That's got like a special like kind of, uh, I don't know, canyon that runs back under your butt and a little right. farther back to catch everything. Mm-hmm. And, and by everything, we mean poop. Yeah. We, we took pictures of this and we'll post them on the, the Facebook page. Yeah, warning, there is poop. Right, yes, yes, if you want to see poop. Laid down on that thing, and so then this was, you know, the business deal where I had to take off the lube cover, and it's like, all right, (laughs) I have never, ever put anything in my butt. Oh, wink, wink. No, never. No winking. Never. Wink Wink, all you want. I've never put anything (laughs) in my butt. This has been a one-way street my whole life, and here I am with this tube. I've got (laughs) insert into my butt. So, yeah, I just, you know, did it as slowly as possible, and it was very uncomfortable, like, no. And and then she came back, as did I. Yeah, there's, like, a little button that you hit to call her. Like a nurse's call. So I hit that, and so you guys came back after a little knock on the door. Yeah, I'm good. And they'd given me a towel, a white towel to right. put over my legs drunk. and junk. Yeah, uh-huh. so uh, you guys couldn't see that. I said, you know, I hope I... Put it in all the way. Oh, that's what he said. <laughs> and, uh, and so uh, she said, well, here, let me check. You know, just got to make sure. Right. And so she peeks under the towel, you know, takes a look at my junk in the tube and kind of puts her hand on just to make sure. Oh, yeah, you got it in there thoroughly. And I said, well, isn't it going to come out? You know, because it's this thin tube, you right. know, if I'm uh, pooping out stuff. And she said, oh, no, actually, it'll stay right there. And it was kind of a rigid tube, so it's kind of stuck in its position, and it's not really going to recede. Mm -hmm. So, really, you're just thrust on top of it, I guess. And you don't have to worry about it falling out. Right. Because it's sticking out on its own. Right, But still, I kept getting the sensation that it was, like, going to come out. Because I'm so used to my butt ejecting things. Yeah, you said it at one point. My butt really wants to push this out. That's been its job my whole life. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, it's so uncomfortable. And so she warned me, okay, there are there were three pressure settings on this machine. And it looked very elaborate. It had all these tubes running around. And these faucet spigots that looked just like ones you'd see in a shower. But there were like four of them. And then there were like these little pressure valves. And she said, these are the f- three different pressure gauges. There's low, medium, and high. And thankfully she said, we'll start you out on low. Right. <laughs> yes, please. And then she said a really scary thing about the temperature. She was like, no... The the temperature you want is between 99 and 104 degrees, but sometimes it gets really hot, and that can really hurt you. So if it gets that high, which it does sometimes, uh-huh. the machine should turn itself off. Right. What? <laughs> so, yeah, that's nice. It stops pumping water, which it did at one point when it got too hot, apparently. Yeah. 
And so then she comes and jiggles the, you know, the handles and puts some more water in there to either make it cooler or warmer. So, yeah, she started it out on low. So water started shooting up my colon and it was not comfortable, Carrie. It wasn't? It was not. Not used to that. Really what this was was like having diarrhea for (laughs) 45 minutes to an hour. How long did it end up being? That's what they said, 45 minutes to an hour. I think it was a good hour. Okay, yeah, I'm going to say that, yeah, because it was a long time. But, yeah, water just starts kind of spritzing up there, and so uh, she said, you know, just be natural about it, kind of let your stomach do what it wants to. As soon as the water would fill up there, like, your stomach would just kind of freak out, like, oh, crap, you know, like, I'm Mm -hmm. filling up with stuff. And so it would come out, and then there's this clear tube that runs (laughs) along the side of the bed, just so you can see, you know, Uh because, you know, people want to. See your paper. People want to know what's coming out. And so she's like, all right, so you'll see, like, different kinds of things. The little particle things that you'll see going by those are yeast. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that yeast is the cause of all beer bellies or, like... Uh-huh. Or most. She said most okay. later. But, yeah, okay. most beer bellies were At first she was yeast. saying all, but, okay, oh, okay, she clarified that later. And, you know, and then pointing out just normal poop and everything. So, yeah, all of this is kind of falling into a little basin beneath me. And then really gross because, you know, I'm I'm laying horizontally so of course gravity is pulling a bit of it back down and so that's why that little canyon in the plastic bed thing extended back to catch all of that runoff Mm -hmm. and it was just a gross feeling yeah you looked kind of humiliated (laughs) did i yeah kind of (laughs) all right i mean in the nicest way a way only ross can be humiliated you were still like Trying to go along with it be a champ but there is a tube up your ass (laughs) Indeed. At first it was a little panicky, like, mm-hmm. oh no, what's going on? I don't know how to deal with this. You know, it would feel better as soon as I could start expelling stuff. Yeah. And so it would come down and you could hear the dribbling sound and every now and then there'd be gas involved. And God. Oh, it was gross. Why do people do this voluntarily? I was really feeling for you at that point too, because for the last four days I've had chemical induced diarrhea, basically. And so here you were having this rod-induced diarrhea, and I was like, why did we start this show? (laughs) (laughs) And really, it just does feel like continuous diarrhea. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. For an hour. That's terrible. And at least it doesn't, like, leave your ass hot. (laughs) Yeah. Like, diarrhea well eats away at it. Mm -hmm. At least that Mm -hmm. wasn't happening. It was just water, but still not comfortable. So you were taking pictures and like watching the poop trails as they came out. I was. Yeah, I took lots of pictures of your poop. And then she told you Mm -hmm. that at some point you might feel sick because the whole point of getting colonic hydrotherapy is to remove the toxins. Toxins. She said toxins indeed. So we asked her what toxins are. Mm -hmm. That's a really interesting question and no one's asked me that in a long time. Well first she said well there there are things that build up in your body like if you smoke or you drink and you're like oh I I don't smoke I rarely drink. Oh okay well if you eat a lot of meat and you're like I don't eat a lot of meat okay well you know, you they can be from a number of things, but they mm-hmm. build up. And so I kind of pushed her a little bit and said, well, what are they made of, though? Are they chemicals or yeah? What what is a toxin? Yeah, and then she kind of stood and looked at us <laughs> for a long time and said... She's um, very sweet, really she is. sweet gal. Yeah, she said, well, I'll be honest with you. No one's asked me that in a long time. I, they did teach us that. They did teach us that, but I can't <laughs> think of the answer, but I'm going to get back to you. Uh-huh. So she went, she left the room. She'd leave the room, and I'd just kind of sit there for a while, and Carrie would look on and, uh, you know, pity. 
<laughs> and that's when I started looking up the negative side effects. Right. So Carrie's reading from reading her phone. To you. <laughs> well, I'm sitting there with fluids gushing out of my anus. And I'm like, permanent <laughs> permanent colon damage. Oh, really? Oh, tell me more. <laughs> Lower bowel rupture. Oh. So uncomfortable. Actually, my, my stomach's just now starting to feel a little uncomfortable again. So, yeah, I would just sit there for long stretches at a time, just kind of dealing with this. And she'd come back and say, are you ready? Do you want to try medium? No, no, low's good. Um, <laughs> I'm good with low. And, <laughs> Which is so not you, too. You would normally be like, yeah, go. I'm Ross. Let's go to high. Uh, you know, I did eventually think, all yeah, right, I better, I better take it like a man and uh, <laughs> and get medium. So I did go with medium, and, and it did take another transition. Again, there was like a bit of panic, like, oh, no, it's like building up too fast, and Aww. it hurts. And she said it's even common for people to throw up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I could see how that urge would come about. Luckily, I didn't. Yeah, I mean, and her explanation for people getting sick was the toxins accumulating, which mm. could be it. But it also could be that you're shooting water up your anus for 45 and minutes. there's and pressure building up inside you. There's pressure. There's weird temperature changes. This right. normally doesn't happen unless you are sick. All those things. Yes. She came in then after a while. And she said, oh, would you like a stomach massage? That's part of the package that comes oh, with right. the, the first session. And so I thought, all right, well, might as well, because, you know, can't get the full experience for the podcast here. But also it's kind of awkward because I've got nothing on under this towel, and she's, you know, going to be massaging my lower stomach. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> and so I was just hoping. I don't get an erection or something. I, <laughs> I was, you know, concerned about it. And then, like you were saying, like just thinking about it, then might right. do it. So, uh, yeah. So she starts kind of massaging, and she's doing this kind of clockwise motion, saying, "Okay, this is actually how the colon, you know, turns." And so I'm trying to like kind of push stuff out there. So for a very long time, she's manipulating your torso, massaging my torso, right, and kind of going under underneath it, and. Uh, no problem there. It turns out having water shoved up your anus is about as unsexy as it gets. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe for some people. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, and that's every, okay. Every person's different. Yeah. And we respect that. Of course. So she, she did that for a while, and she said that that was to help move the feces out of your colon more? Was that the idea? Yeah, just to help push everything out and, and help, like, ease the muscles and all that. So, you know, nice massage and everything, but... Under the circumstances, it was very nerve-wracking because I've I've just transitioned to the medium strength, and mm -hmm. I'm, like, trying to push this out, and, yeah, it was very uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, I also have to say, looking at your poop, it was not that impressive. There wasn't very much in there. Sorry. I wasn't convinced that your colon was lined with this built-up <laughs> feces. I don't know. A lot came uh, over time. I mean, this yeah. is an hour-long poop session. Yeah, well, true. And every now and then, you'd feel like, oh, stuff's coming out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and always this persistent tube, it just manages to stay there no matter what. Right. But each Impressive. time, I'd be thinking like, oh, wait, is it still in there? Oh, yeah. Okay, it's still in there. Well, I, I thought it was sort of a light poop, I have to say. I wasn't that impressed with you, Ross. Okay. But... It reminded me of my own experience because when I was reading about the Master Cleanse, everyone was saying, oh, yeah, you know, for the first couple of days, as you're taking these laxatives and not eating, just everything in your colon comes out. Mm. Well, I did not have that experience. I pooped once after my last meal, and then there was, like, nothing. So I was taking laxatives, and nothing was coming out but water. So for all and of you who thought we were full of shit, <laughs> Huh? Well, actually, I went and looked at the National Institute of Health website for their for the information about colon buildup. You and your research. And I know, right? And it said that the things that mostly 
stick in people's colon are meat and dairy products, two things I don't eat. Don't so eat. I wonder if that's part of why okay. I had nothing in there. Okay. Yeah, well, hopefully I was light on the scale, I mm -hmm. guess. And actually, we asked, uh, do you have a scale that you can measure me beforehand and then afterward? Because I would be curious to see how much weight I lost in the process. Mm -hmm. And she said, you know, you're the third person this week who's asked me that. Yeah. I really should invest in one. Yeah, she said that it is good for weight loss. And I said, oh, yes. over time or immediately? And she said, well, over time, but also immediately. <laughs> when I asked her about another clue that our friend Roger Nygaard had passed along to me, he said that many people have been saying for years that John Wayne, uh, like he died from all these things collected in his colon, like pounds right. worth of decayed matter, you know, that just hadn't passed through his system. And, and Elvis, supposedly they found, when he was dead, they found like five pounds of right. undigested food in his colon. So, or not true. Not true. Those are... Those have both been soundly debunked. Those, those are urban myths. And but, those are amounts of feces that would, like, make you septic. Like, that's way too much for oh, a human yeah. body to yeah, carry. Yeah, for sure. It would build up probably outside of where but it's supposed to go. Our body does a good job on its own of mm -hmm. removing that right. stuff. So we asked her about that, and she said, oh, yeah, that's absolutely true. And, and said, I've seen a picture of I've it. seen a picture of John Wayne's colon contents. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, oh, pull it up. <laughs> yeah, Do you have right? it on the computer? Yeah, so she's trying to look this up on the computer, and we keep distracting her with other questions. But she wasn't able to find the image she said she saw. Well, anyways, we should tell the ending of this uh, story. Really ready for this to be over with while I was still on the table. And so she came in at one point and said, all right, we've got just uh, 10 minutes left. And uh, I'm going to give you your probiotic. So she had like this kind of vial that she poured into a particular tube on the machine that was connected to me. And this thing makes a lot of noise. So she's pouring it into this thing. She says, okay, I'm going to flip this switch. And it's going to pour this into your colon. And I want you to hold it there for two minutes. Two minutes. And up to this point, you know, I hadn't been holding stuff for very long. I'd kind of hold it and like, all right, I got to get this out of me. It hurts. And uh, so, yeah, I had to keep this all in my colon. And the idea is that since they've been flushing out bad bacteria, but also good bacteria, and there's a whole lot of bacteria in the human body, more bacterial cells than human cells. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I need that fauna of bacteria living inside my colon. She said, this probiotic will repopulate your colon with good, healthy bacteria. Right. So you hold it in for a while. This was the moment where I started giggling a little bit because... She was brought in, <laughs> yes, and also because she brought in this glass of like just cloudy looking liquid, and she's like, "Here it is." And I just thought, we're just totally trusting you about what you're pouring <laughs> into Ross's colon. Yeah, that's true. We just yeah. met this lady for the first time. I'm just gonna pour this right into your colon. Is that okay? Sure. And <laughs> sure. <laughs> and, I, and I thought it would be so great if it were like vodka or some some sort of alcohol. She just pours it right in. <laughs> you're gonna feel great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and at first I'm like, I don't drink this, right? She's like, no, no, we're going to pour it directly in your colon. going to pour it right in your anus. Is that okay? Great, here we go. <laughs> All right, let's, let's drink it that way. <laughs> yep, I held on to it for two minutes, and uh, then I got to excavate. And then she gave me instructions on how to uh, kind of finish up, take out the tube, uh, push out any remaining materials left in my colon, mm -hmm. and, you know, like the position I could take. And then... Uh, gave me some baby wipes. I needed those. <laughs> and like a little mini towel to like clean up. And then you guys left the room again to let me do that. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it took a while. I wanted to make sure I was thorough about it. And even afterward, all the way home, I was slightly paranoid because my anus had been gushing for the last sure. hour. And so I kept having these phantom sensations like, oh, no, I hope I'm not like leaking or something <laughs> like that. I get home and check. No, oh, okay, I'm all, I'm all good there. 
But uh, she had she had told me not to eat anything heavy. She said soup would be ideal. No meat, uh, no heavy foods, starchy foods. And so I get and home. no raw foods. No raw foods. That's I right. That was yeah. Interesting. So yeah, none of that salad or anything. Yeah. So I get home and I stopped home before we came here to record. I asked my wife, "Hey, do we have any food around?" She said, "Yeah, I cook some soup." I'm like perfect. Oh wow! Hey, so I had what are the odds? I had two bowls of soup, which is perfect, and uh, you know, hit the spot. And then headed over here, bought Oreos, and now my stomach's feeling a little irritated, actually, after oh, no. after eating all these Oreos. Whereas I feel great. Oh, that's good. I ate that I'm, whole salad. And you're holding it down. Good yeah, for you. Yeah, I feel okay. We, we told her that we would look up pictures of these colons when we got home to let her off the hook, mostly. If anyone has seen a picture of John Wayne or Elvis's colon, Post a it on our Facebook page right away. <laughs> verified colon. You know what? Any famous person's verified colon. If you can find it, we want to see it. Especially if you are a famous person. Take a picture of your colon. Oh, oh, you know what this reminds me of is that in their trifold at their facility, there's a picture of what they're calling a healthy colon and a diseased colon. And I love it because the healthy colon is what you expect. It's bright pink and very curly and pretty. The diseased colon is not only... The middle part is just missing. <laughs> so it's just the outer membranes. And then it's like broken in the middle. It has sawed in half. Yeah, I think well, that's beyond disease. They're trying to show a cross section. Oh, they're you not think saying that's your colon is actually missing a big gap in, in the side. Oh, perhaps. I would presume. Well, maybe. But then we don't know what the inside of that one looks like, so it's not a very good comparison, yeah, I'm appreciative that in the room itself they had a picture of diseases of the colon and, mm-hmm. you know, the uh, digestive tract. And it was at least behind me, so I didn't have to look <laughs> at all these weird growing pus things sure. <laughs> in front of me the whole time. We should also mention that we asked her about side effects, and she said there were none, mm-hmm. which is misleading. <laughs> right. Because what we looked up, there are some pretty bad ones. But then she said that it was only for people who had some of the problems that she'd listed on the well, first Well, I mean, page. but that almost seems worse to me, because then yeah. if there are common problems that any average Joe or Josephine can get, and you look at that list and say, I don't have any of these, you think you're off the hook, and you're not. Well, um, you signed the paper, so they're off the hook, too. Well, they are they are sort of legally, although you could still sue them. But Oh, man, I did not like taking that thing out of my butt, either. That was really uncomfortable. Some of the side effects are gastrointestinal perforation, severe dehydration, anemia, heart failure, heart attack, electrolyte imbalance, inability to defecate without assistance. Oh, no. Etc. So, anyway. I want to defecate on my own. Right, exactly. And how often were they recommending that I do this, Gary? Well, Ross, is it? That's my name. They said that the first couple times you do it, you'll probably want to do it a couple times a week or at least once a week. Mm -hmm. And then after you've done that for a month or two, you go to once a month for upkeep. Which seems like a lot of times to 90 put... 90 bucks a pop. Yeah. 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 And to run all that water through your butt. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I just can't fathom why someone would voluntarily want to do that. Yeah, I don't either. I will not I mean, be we, doing that again. We try to go into these things with an open mind, but nothing that we read or heard from her made me think, oh, okay, you know, maybe there's some benefit to this. Mm. It just seemed like you were in pain. And she didn't even have all the information about what exactly was going on. And there was just, like, no benefit to point to in my interpretation. I guess it can be beneficial for people who have actual problems with their column if they 
for medical purposes, need to be operating on your colon. Well, yeah, it's a preparatory procedure. They'll do it so they can put a colonoscope in there. So it's not like there is no application, which this would make sense. Yes and no, though. I mean, there's no application for it as a therapy. Mm. It's only as preparation Mm. for something else. So it itself might still be damaging even to the person with colon cancer or whatever. But it's worth it because you need to get that scope in there. Right, that's true. And, And they did state very clearly on the form that they are not medical doctors. Mm-hmm. Which we gathered, sure. <laughs> and, and that unless is, she was a Doogie Hauser kind and, of character, that, she's very young, indeed. And that they were not claiming to be healing any diseases. I was signing that I understood that, but I got to say, she was as nice as anyone could possibly really be. Sweet. She's very, very sweet, <clears throat> Natasha. Natasha. So couldn't have had a better person to Mm -hmm. administer. But even that being said, not something I would voluntarily ever do again. Me neither. And not something I would recommend someone do even on a lark. I mean, there are some things that I'd be like, yeah, try it. That's fun. But this I wouldn't even tell someone I think on this one, we shut up so you don't have to. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) We have to thank some of our donors who are worthy of shout-outs. We get to thank them. If you will. (laughs) Shout-out. So first of all, one of our our favorite internet friends, Joel Hagen. Joel Hagen. Rapid City, South Dakota. (laughs) Woo! And Thomas Lyon from New Era, Michigan. Hi, Thomas. Thank you, Thomas. I think he goes by Tom. 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 Thank you, Tom. Tom. And Matthew Scheffel. Matthew Scheffel from Toronto. I've been to Toronto, and I really liked it because there are veggie dogs on, like, every corner at all the street vendors, and they're real good. Okay. And Martin. What? What? Okay. <laughs> I believe you. Okay. They're good. I haven't been there, okay? It's Quit good. rubbing it they're in. They're good. Go right. on. Martin Dempsey from Ketterham, Surrey, United Kingdom. Woo! Woo! All the way in the UK. Travis Peterson of Elko, Minnesota. Thank you, Travis. Woo, Travis! Yeah, I really like Minnesota. All our very generous donors and Jason White, who Jason White and Jagger, his and son. Jagger, who Thank have sponsored you. this episode. Thank you for that intense discomfort. <laughs> And for almost sending me to the hospital. Yeah, Carrie was saying while I was sitting there suffering, you know, we're the few people who actually take enjoyment from this. You know, it, right. It was a Wednesday night. There were all these other things we could be doing. But, you know, I was there getting poop washed out of me. Yeah, and in a funny way, as much as this was the most painful of our investigations, <laughs> I still would rather be doing this than almost anything yeah. else. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh... so now, Carrie, now it's the time of reckoning, the time where we rate our investigation. So, how would you rate the Master Cleanse system on a scale of 1 to 10 for its pseudoscience rating? One would be something really scientific, like super well-supported, you know, like evolution. Like oh, whoa, okay. Like, yeah, where, like, there's all these fossils there's, and like, stuff. There's, like, preponderance of evidence Mountains and no evidence, evidence against. No okay. counter-evidence, yeah, okay. that kind of thing. Whereas 10 is something completely unscientific and unfounded and maybe a little insulting, like every single cell in your body is actually goat sperm. Oh, my God. There's no evidence at all for that. Has little curly horns. Oh, my goodness. Um, I guess I would give it like a 9.2. Oh, wow. I can't really think of anything that the Master Cleanse is good for, except mm-hmm. that fasting calorie restriction is one of the few things that's shown to like promote longevity. 
as far oh, as I know. So, sure. okay. Yeah. And, you know, if you have to lose weight, then uh, eating less, that's going to help. Yes. But, of course, if you do this over a long period of time, your body just slows down to the point where you're going to regain all the weight when you start eating mm, again. That's true. You need healthy habits. Right. That you continue regularly. Right. Which short periods of fasting can be part of that. But sure. long periods of fasting can't. Right. So there's that. But it obviously was bad for my body, which is not just a danger consideration, but also a science one if the claim is that it's good for your body. So Indeed. it's not quite homeopathy. Mm-hmm. There's, it's hard to match claiming that <laughs> water has memory, but pretty high up there. Boy, water has a memory. I hope it can forget today. <laughs> <laughs> So true. I would not want to drink the water in that building. Mm -mm. No, indeed. (laughs) Indeed. So, yeah, I would give mine high sevens, probably maybe solid eight. At this point, I'm just looking for solidness. Oh, God. (laughs) What's wrong with you? I can't. (laughs) It doesn't turn off. They know how a colon works. Sure. Uh, they know how to fill it up with stuff and evacuate it. Uh-huh. So that's that's all real. But as far as any health benefits, I, I think the only way you're going to lose weight is if it's just washing stuff out of you. Right. Uh, which it does. So, yes, you lose that weight. And if you get sick for a day, you're not going to eat. Indeed, yeah. And if you eat lightly because you're mm-hmm. tender from having water course through your bowels. I wonder, too, legit. if... I'm sure if someone comes to a place like this and says, well, I'm overweight and I want to help that, that they would probably recommend this as part of a regimen, which might include Mm -hmm. eating better and exercising more and all those things. And sometimes these things get lumped into those regimens and you might attribute your weight loss or your better health to something it's not actually attributable to. But the real reason it gets the super high rating is, first of all, because it's not necessary. Right. The the body cleans itself out just fine, but but mainly for the mention of toxins. Ah, yes. For making these very unspecified claims about what toxins are and do, and it's, it's just not founded. Right. The body's very good at removing things that aren't supposed to be there. Right. And, I mean, there are certain toxic things that can build up in us, like mercury or lead. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But there's no reason to think that this therapy removes those. That an average person on an average diet, for some reason, would need this additional step. And even if you had those particular things, colon hydrotherapy wouldn't rid you of them. Right. There would be other ways to remove them, indeed. So, then what would you say on a pocket drainer value? Where one is something not particularly draining, like ordering a glass of water at a restaurant. Hmm, and that's free. Ten would be something incredibly draining, like ordering a milkshake that costs twelve dollars. <laughs> that's too much. I know. That's why I give it a ten. <laughs> but you didn't really shoot that high. But yeah, no, that's too much for a milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be outraged. I'd run out of there yelling ten, ten on the pocket drainer. <laughs> well. I I want to say it's like a one point five mine the oh, master for cleanse yours. because Absolutely. you don't you you save money so I bought about thirty dollars worth of materials I had to buy two big jugs of maple syrup mm-hmm. a bunch of lemons organic lemons but less than thirty bucks and then you don't eat for a certain number of days so you're right. not spending money on food but. If you end up in the hospital, <laughs> it, could, could be, it could shoot right up there. They could run you a pretty penny. Yeah, I got to say, like, they're not marketing like a buy the master cleanse formula. Right. You're just making it on your That's own. That's right, yeah. They could sell you a bottle mixed with cayenne pepper and lemon and some special ingredient or something and make you pay through the nose for it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, credit to them at least for that. 
Well, yeah, credit to whom, though? I mean, that's the thing. That's is true. That it's this, not an organization. Right. This was uh, this originated in, like, the 60s and wasn't originally that popular and then regained popularity. And at that point, the info was out there. So there isn't really anybody mm. to market off it that well. Well, hats off to the 60s. <laughs> As always. As always. <laughs> so did you already answer? Oh, so, Ross, what would you say the pocket drainer value is of colonic hydrotherapy i would say much higher because and i don't mean the butt draining value was i clear on that <laughs> pocket drainer i got it okay because okay. the pocket is near the butt yeah <laughs> yeah that is an important distinction and i would say i'm gonna say like a seven just okay. because you're you're paying good amount of money to go through an intense amount of discomfort i think mm-hmm. i think for most people for something that's not really buying you much of anything. And it's a time investment as well. And you're asked to return a lot. Yes, right. Yeah, they want you to come twice a week and then eventually like once a month. But still, uh, that's a lot of visits, a lot of money over time. And there's other ways that you could spend your money doing something nice and casual like a massage or something that would not involve jamming water up into your bum. Fair. All right, Ross, how about your creepiness rating for colonic hydrotherapy, where 10 is something very creepy, like your math teacher from eighth grade calls and tells you that he or she has always been in love with you, but the last time he or she saw you, you were 14. I'm trying to remember who my math teacher was just to ascertain how creepy. Yep, that's creepy. Okay. Uh, And one is something not at all creepy, like Oreo implementing a gay-themed Oreo. That's not creepy. Nope. Oh, that's why it's uh, mm-hmm. not creepy. I'm going to say, I don't know if I call it so much creepy. There's, I guess, a certain creepiness to having to stick this tube in yourself. I'll, I'll just give it like a 4.325. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Very precise. A little creepy as a little, you know, pinpoint accuracy here. I, um, you know, I felt some trepidation you know Mm -hmm. i didn't try to think about it too much in advance but if i had i would have been really worried about going through this because it was certainly new and scary and i would certainly be afraid to do it again uh how about you what would what would you give your colon cleanse on a creepiness scale one i didn't feel creeped out in any way and actually all the sights about it are very light and bright and like look it's lemons there's a sunshine Uh so yeah no there were no feelings of creepiness plenty of other negative feelings but creepy wasn't one of them yeah and and certainly the lady that helped me you know she did everything to lessen the creepiness value Mm -hmm. well okay then what about danger rating where 10 is something incredibly dangerous, like you're traveling at 88 miles per hour, you're not in a DeLorean, and <laughs> there's a canyon looming ahead of you. Oh, my God. So no time travel involved. And then one is something not very dangerous, in fact, quite safe. Like uh, leaving a colonic hydrotherapy session. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, where one is putting on one of those uh, temporary tattoos, Oh, those are nice. And this one has like a unicorn and its horn is like right next to a a heart. Oh, that does sound nice. Okay, well, now that I understand the scale, Mm -hmm. I would say the danger rating for this, I think, is the highest one I can think of that we've done so far. Really? Yeah, yeah. That felt really dangerous toward the end, especially with the laxatives. I felt like I was doing damage and, like, would have ended up in the hospital if I had done it another day. Oh, my goodness. So, assuming people are taking the laxatives, 
I would say like a 9.3. Like, oh, wow. I wouldn't tell anybody to try this for fun. No way. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was incredibly painful. And I mean, you know, a doctor told me to go to the hospital. That's bad news. But if people weren't taking the laxatives, I don't think it would have been nearly as bad. And I think there are versions of the master cleanse, which, you know, has been sort of handed around quite a lot. There are, I think, versions that don't include the laxatives and that I would give much lower. But I went by the original recommendations, which included those. Yikes. All right. So, Stay away. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, wah, wah. But, Ross, what about you? For colonic hydrotherapy, what would your danger rating be? Um, I'm going to give it a 7.5 and say it's high mm-hmm. uh, just because, again, it's not conveying any particular benefit. And there are a lot of potential downsides. Yeah, you can mess yourself up. So yeah. don't do it. Totally. And, of course, we're talking about our experience alone and not the preponderance of medical evidence, which anyone can go and look up for themselves. Right. But that evidence kind of gives the old thumbs down to both these ideas. Indeed. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. So, Ross, what was your favorite moment in this investigation? I guess while you and I are talking just nonchalantly while I'm sitting there with a towel over myself, that's all I've got, and I am pooping out while... Laughing, like, because I don't know, we were joking about something, and I'm laughing while I'm trying to like squeeze water out of my butt, Uh and it's like making gurgling and farting. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know, it just had this moment of clarity that this is what we are doing on Wednesday night. (laughs) What is wrong with us? Pretty good, that's pretty good. What's mine? Eating your salad. Well, that was great, but this this one day I I was eating the cayenne pepper out of my hand because this is what <laughs> I got reduced to, right? I didn't I, I hated pouring it in the lemonade and thereby ruining the whole drink, which is this massive thing. It's like almost a liter of lemonade that yeah, you drink yeah. each time. And then you have to pour this thing in that ruins it. So I just started going, Okay, screw it, I'm gonna pour the cayenne in my hand, lick it off my hand, drink some water, then drink the lemonade. So I at least get to enjoy the lemonade. <laughs> So anyway, it's like day two or three. I'm already a little ragged over this whole program. Mm -hmm. I pour this cayenne pepper in my hand. I have my tongue on my hand. And I look up and see my coworker, Brian Thompson, (laughs) looking at me with just this look of just some mixture of pity and you brought this on yourself. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty great. And then I laughed and then I breathed in the cayenne just to make things a little bit worse. What did that do to you? That made me sneeze. Well, Ross. Yes. I've been thinking we should close up shop. Why do Ono, Ross, and Carrie anymore? You know? Because, I mean, it's expensive. Yeah, but we do have donors. <gasps> we have donors! Oh, they could keep the show running. They could, if they want to own if, no if podcast. They like it. If they like it. They yeah. like it. Slash donate. Ownopodcast.com slash donate. Or they could also just like us on Facebook. We love that support. <gasps> That's true, absolutely. And, you know, they should join us on Facebook anyway, because not only are there fun conversations going on there. And Pictures. There are photos where they can see pictures of your poop. Yep. Then, then you'll know we're not just making this stuff up because you can say anything. Right. We're not bullshitting you. We shit you not. And as you all know, if you spend $20 or more, you get a shout out. Shout out. Shout out. So that's it for our show. Our producer is Ian Kramer. And our theme music was written by Brian Keith Dalton of Mr. Deity fame. Go to MrDeity.com and show him some love. Remember, you can find us on the web at onopodcast.com or facebook.com slash onrack. And remember... 
You are our favorite listeners. For us to poop on. Poop on. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>